This episode of Broken Girl Unchained is brought to you by Takapa Media, Monomer Media, Kiara's Adult Shop, and the Life After Project. All the links are on our website. Please go check them out and visit their sites and, you know, check out what they're about, patronize their businesses, whatever you can do, because they're, we wouldn't partner with them if they weren't solid companies. Absolutely. What's up, guys? This is Juliet, and you're listening and watching to Broken Girl Unchained podcast. And tonight, tonight, I am sitting with once again. My shirt's driving me nuts right now. It looks good on you. I bought that shirt for you. I know. It looks good. Thank you. You look buff and the stuff, and the girls just can't get enough. I feel like I'm like Captain Man Boobs right now. No, <laughs> no, don't listen. I'm Captain Boobs today. Dear God, yes. Um, <laughs> Your girlfriend would hate that. <laughs> right? I, I'm just like looking into the sun. I'm trying, you know, there. You're all here. <laughs> <laughs> there. My face looking. is covered. I'm not looking. I I'm promise. not looking. I swear. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So tonight we are talking about a couple of different um topics we have a couple topics to discuss one the first one's going to be we're going to start off with talking about an article that was written called passion versus crazy right and you're going to go ahead and read it yeah and um it's a short read and he reads really fast which i'm envious of well i'll try not to read too fast but it's a good article. It's it's stuck. It's on our site. If you go to the articles page, it's I think the third one down or fourth one down. Um, it's one of the first few articles that you will see on our page, mm-hmm. and it's definitely worth a read. It was one of the earlier ones that that was done. And you know, when I wrote this, this is my disclosure. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. This is my disclaimer. When I wrote this, I was going through baby daddy drama. The the irony of this article that was. September 2nd, 2018, is that a lot of this shit's still going on? I, know. <laughs> I was like, fuck, man. But you know what? The gray rock. The gray rocking technique. Yeah, it definitely works because that's all I talk about with him is just pick up, drop off, boom, that's it. Right? Yeah. It's, it's keeping your sanity. I've noticed a difference with sure. you too because that, that mania, not mania, but those, that just that. It, well, I, you know, oh, and we'll get into resentment that. and that mm-hmm. bitterness that just seemed to, to pour out every time you had any interaction is kind of starting to, to subside, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because I see him as a piece of shit now. So well, you're just not giving, I mean, I'm just, not entertaining it. Right. And you know, everything that he tells me, I don't, he, his words hold no weight with me and I don't value him. Not even as the father to my children anymore. He's and just, he's dead to me. You're doing what you need to do. And we've, we've written, we've had podcasts, you know, with Billy and, mm-hmm. and other things that we've talked about dealing with narcissists and how to 
that gray rocking technique, you know, be as interesting as a gray rock. Don't give them anything to go off of. Mm-hmm. And ultimately it's, it's not even about, I mean, yeah, they're talk. you know, they talk about giving the narcissist food and that sort of stuff. Yeah, but the, the biggest benefit yeah. that I've seen is, is just the benefit to your own peace of mind. Oh your my own God. Sanity. Yes. Yes. And I have saved myself so much grief by just moving on. Yeah. And living my life and I'm happy, you know, and he hates it. Well, and it's not filtering into other aspects of your life anymore either. Right. Which is nice, you know. Right. So go ahead and start the article. Okay. So I'm going to read this. So it'll take me about three minutes or so to read and still go onto the site and check it out. If Absolutely. I'm read it to Absolutely. You, but, uh, this is called Passion versus Crazy How Women Are Often Misunderstood. She's crazy. She's psycho. She's just a crazy bitch who wants to make my life miserable. All too often, women are misunderstood. Yes, we're emotional creatures, but the way we channel those emotions is often misunderstood. I'm often called crazy. My ex-husband and his family seem to delight in telling anyone who will listen what an unstable person I am. What they fail to see, though, is that some of these things that they're labeling as crazy is really just passion. For example, I'm in the middle of trying to lock down a solid co-parenting schedule with my ex-husband. He's a tough person to communicate with. Eventually, everything ends up in a fight. I feel like we can't even discuss something as trivial as pick up and drop off times for our children without it dissolving into something different. Let me tell you, this is nothing new to me. We've struggled to communicate with each other since long before the divorce, so I know I'm fighting an uphill battle with this man. His favorite insult to me is that I'm a psychopath, or his new favorite, I'm harassing him. Still. Any mother knows for sure that when dealing with the well-being of the children, there's no topic in the world that would get her heated more than someone trying to hurt their children. Absolutely. It doesn't have to be something as dramatic as physical abuse, but just general selfishness can easily turn a civil conversation on its end. Yep. I have a passion for my children. They're the reason I get up in the morning, go to work, and maintain some semblance of stability at my home. Absolutely. It's not because I necessarily want to spend my time off work running errands, helping with homework, or taking care of whatever need might arise. Of course, I want to be selfish at times. However, my passion towards the well-being of my children will always override those feelings. Mm -hmm. So now I'm crazy because I'm getting upset by our lack of communication. Right. I'm not rude or demeaning. I don't resort to idle threats or name calling. Mm Mm-hmm. If you think for us, <laughs> I, feel, no. I feel like you're like my hype man here. I know. Uh-huh. I'm yeah. like, hallelujah. You're like, uh, Amen. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> if you think for a second that I'm going to back down from making sure our children are in a healthy environment, you got another thing coming. I voice my opinion. I refuse to be silent when there are needs not being fulfilled. I'm not talking about the whims of the typical child. I'm talking about the basics, providing a safe environment, healthy meals, homework. Yep. In short, just the necessities. Women, especially strong women with strong opinions, are misrepresented as crazy. That label is damaging to women. We're constantly told we're difficult to love, hard to understand, and out of control. Mm -hmm. Control? Really? Where in a healthy relationship is there a need to control another? Right. I don't need anyone to control me. If I want to speak my mind, I'm going to. If I decide to be vocal about an opinion or a topic that I'm passionate about, I'm going to. You bet your ass. Being an independent, strong woman is never crazy. Protecting the people I love will never be crazy to me. People in unhealthy relationships will often resort to tactics like gaslighting or manipulating Mm -hmm. to make the other person believe she's crazy. I was gaslighted for years, both while married and especially after I was divorced. He constantly tried to convince me that I was the crazy bitch he was making me out to be. At some point in my marriage, I actually believed this to be true. I was manipulated into believing that my actions were crazy. 
I started to question my own sanity and would often second guess my own intuition. Mm-hmm. You know that little feeling in the pit of your stomach that tells you something is off? I stopped listening to that feeling and started internalizing the opinions of an abusive spouse and an uncaring mother. He made me feel unworthy, like I was the world's worst mother, wife, friend, daughter, and one horrible human being. Yep. Horrible, huh? I worked seven days a week operating my own business so that our family could succeed. I took care of the children and the house when someone equally as capable had made the conscious choice not to even help. Yep. I even went as far as to stand by this man as he sued my family's business. Because of my passion for my little family unit, I lost a lot of people very close to me. Mm-hmm. I chose to stand by him even when my gut was telling me this was wrong. Yep. I'm not ashamed of standing by my family. I hold my head high when the topic comes up because I know that my passion for my family was coming from a good place. I'm proud of the fact that I stood my ground as a woman, a mother, and a wife. Loyalty is something that seems to be missing from our society lately. Never apologize for being a woman of integrity. I'm a good woman. I was a loyal and loving wife. And I thought that was what a good spouse was supposed to do. When you have children with someone, those children are your first priority and by default, your spouse as well. Women with that much fire are often dismissed. Mm-hmm. The reason why they're dismissed is because those fiery women are just at a different level. A lot of men can't handle a strong woman. They feel threatened by her passion. Yep. Passion is a tough thing to control because it's such a strong emotion that it almost has a mind of its own. I've been told that people, especially other women, see me as a little bit intimidating. I'm confident, strong, fearless, and passionate. Those are qualities that all women should strive for. Those are qualities I hope to bring out in my daughters. They deserve a life where they are heard and their own passengers are respected. Yep. Having strong opinions doesn't make anyone crazy. It's a total double standard. And I'm not trying to complain here, but if I were a man, I'd be respected for being strong and bold. Today, I've accepted that what other people say about me doesn't define who I am as a person. He tried with malicious intent to break my spirit, yet here I stand, unbroken and stronger than ever. Fuck yeah. I'm not going to sit here and make you believe that I didn't break, because I did. Into pieces. I was very broken, and my healing process had been a journey, to say the least. I was self-destructive, guilt-ridden, and felt worthless. He pounced on that energy and used it to gaslight me into believing I was a person unworthy of happiness, stability, and love. I would constantly question my worth. I focused on my priorities and fell back in love with myself. It wasn't easy. At times, I didn't think I could do it. I found my strength. I love the person I am now. I fought to be this person because my passion for my own happiness is there. I found strength in my moments of weakness. I've cut off toxic people and have surrounded myself with the people who actually enjoy watching me succeed. Mm -hmm. There are people out there, probably in your own life right now, who crave your passion. They're the people worthy of you investing your time and energy on. I inspire them now. Some of these are the same people who have seen me at my worst. Mm -hmm. They've watched my journey and are enjoying the person I am today. Never apologize for being passionate. You are not crazy. Let me repeat myself. You are not not crazy. crazy. You just have too much fire for the average person. Yep. Don't be afraid to burn. Don't be afraid of the ashes because what comes out of them is so much better than you even realize when you're at your lowest. Yep. I love my article. I mean, that is like, that article to me was growth, you know, and it was just something about putting something together and having my closure, my own closure. You know what I mean? Women should remind themselves, you know, how, how strong they are and how beautiful they are and how you're not crazy just because you speak your mind. I mean, there's, 
boundaries you don't cross as a person in your marriage or in your relationship or just as a human being you just don't cross those boundaries and you're respectful but if you're using all the right healthy communication tools and still not being respected then the problem isn't you especially you know with your your situation you were expected to be kind of submissive Mm-hmm. And, and then those times that you finally did have enough and weren't submissive, then it got to the point where it resulted in, in you in a lash out, you know? Right. And so the, the only thing, the only thought process that there was, was that, oh, she's crazy. Look, I'm not even doing, you know, because you, you're quiet, 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 quiet. And then boom. Right. You know what I I'm mean? I'm explosive. And then you're explosive. You're flipping the fuck out. And then. Right. To, and then, oh my gosh, she's crazy. And especially to a, to a narcissist who doesn't think they do anything wrong, then right. they don't understand the, the source of that explosion. Right. Know? It's like a bomb. It's like you're adding all the ingredients to a bomb and then boom, it goes off. You know what I mean? Um, but let me clarify something. I I mentioned in the article that I was a good wife and that, you know, I was loyal and I was this and that. I can't tell you that I was a perfect wife, you know. Nobody's perfect. But at the end, I was pretty fucking close to perfect. Pretty fucking close. What What do you mean by at the end? Because there was no games. There was no deceit. There was no lying. There was no everything was out on the fucking table. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I forgave myself for popping pills. I forgave myself for, you know, all of that child's play that we did because I mean, again, we, we were with each other since we're 14, you know, or I was 14. He was 18, whatever. And, um, (laughs) sorry, no, I lied to him. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I, and I wasn't, I wasn't always a good mom. And being the fact that we are writing my screenplay, right? Um, because I've had offers on my story. Mm-hmm. Are you really showing your fucking feet? Well, you- the, the the other video is going to catch it anyway. I can't work with shoes on. I work barefoot. You know what I just. Anyway, you you totally ruined my content. I'll cut it out. Okay, with your foot dust. I'm not a foot person. I hate fucking feet i don't even know how i massaged feet but it was one of those things that i had to like put in the back of my head i mean there were some gross ass feet you you have you have your fair share of hang-ups when it comes to yeah like girls don't fart girls don't shit and feet fuck all that right fuck all that anyways so what i'm trying to say is that you know i wasn't always perfect but at the end, I was so invested into my my marriage because we reconciled that I put everything out on the table that I know of. Now, now, what's what's your time frame here? When you say at the end, the last the last five years, two five years. Yeah. Okay, so you guys reconciled, and for five years after your your last reconciliation or mm-hmm. whatever it was, mm-hmm. then. I was like a complete fucking angel. Now, what's what does that mean to you? I had my integrity and fucking tact. I had my morals, my values. I was just everything was for my family. Everything, my business, my I lived for them. Mm -hmm. And I knew what it I knew what that pain was like to go without him. Mm -hmm. And I just couldn't 
fathom that pain again. Mm -hmm. And it scared the shit out of me when it came to the thought of losing them again. Mm -hmm. So it was just like, I'm going to do everything fucking right. Everything. And I thought I did until, yeah, until evil swallowed him whole. What do you mean by evil? Well, his brother ended up stalking me and told lies that we were having an affair and then he believed it and it was just drama. How long into the five years was that? That was the last year. The last year. Mm -hmm. So for four years, you guys kind of had a a blissful. No, it wasn't blissful because I kept catching him in lies. Like he had a girlfriend in San Jose. He left her, told me he left her. And, um, he changed his phone number, deactivated his Facebook. And it's funny because now they're friends. I don't know, whatever. So, and I guess it's common for narcissists to be friends with all of their exes. Remember Billy was Mm -hmm. talking about that? Well, remember it's, it's that whole, the the, toy, this, yeah, it's the game, right? Mm -hmm. I just, I don't care if you are with someone else. I just want to know that if I put new batteries in that you're going to wind up and go, you know, right. And I don't know if that's a good analogy or not. It's a perfect analogy. So, um, no, just the, his lies, you know, I kept finding out that he was seeing her and I found out by a bank statement, you know, he, he would take her to the outback and I'm like, where in the fuck did you spend $80 at the outback? You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? It's a lot of steak and blooming onions right there. Right. right? But supposedly he went over there and bought her dinner and told her that it was over and um and that was it i'm like 80 dollars worth of fucking dinner yeah you don't spend 80 bucks if you're telling someone it's over that's like hey we'll meet for a drink maybe coffee right i'm I'm not fucking sitting down and right doing the whole four course meal and And then um i broke into his uh, facebook like his old 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 facebook and Poor girl. I'm in and I'm an empath, you know that. And poor girl was like pleading for him, you know, why'd you leave me? You went back to your ex-wife, you know, you slept with me the night before, and then you just up and left the next day. You told me you would never hurt me. And I felt her pain. I was just like Now are those had had are those is that a conversation that was very very familiar to you meaning had you had a very similar conversation or conversations no 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 i he was never um i i I don't know how to um he was very just smooth with his words like he was very he was like just suave just like he wasn't he didn't give out too much information he knew just enough information to give to get what he wants. And then he knew what I wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he would be like, you know, I'm going to work, right? You know, I'm going to work. And he would just like kiss me passionately and then leave. You know what I mean? And I'm like, why would you even have to put on a dramatic fucking show if you're going to work? You know, I don't, I've never questioned him about going to work. Yeah, but, you know, knowing you, that was, that's something that, you know what I mean? That affection, that, that peace would would be really, is really important to you. Right, right, right. So he would use those tools that he knew that would pull me in, you know, to, to manipulate me. 
Now, let, let's keep that in context. So where does the, the passion versus the crazy, how does that? Because like every time I caught him, it would, he would lie straight to my face or no, he wouldn't even lie. He wouldn't confirm or deny. He just got really quiet and stare at me straight in my eyes and watch me flip the fuck out and wouldn't even say anything. And then when he would come back, he would be like, let's just work it out. Let's just put the past in the past. And then nothing was ever resolved. How would you, a lot of people would, would hear the, you know, I hacked into his Facebook or I logged into his old Facebook mm-hmm. account and this sort of stuff. And people, and are, that's crazy. And people are going to think that that's crazy, right? Okay. First and, of and all, and that connects to, to something we have from a listener too. Right. And we'll get to that in a little bit, but, right. But, um, what, what would you say to, and I'm just kind of playing devil's advocate here, right? Just kind of fucking hate him. Why? No, I'm not defending him whatsoever. I, I mm-hmm. think it's just good for our listeners to, to see where, where that, that difference is. You know what I mean? Cause someone, you know what I mean? Going into, to, to log into someone's social media or whatever, but you guys had mirrored phones. You guys had all that. Yeah. Stuff, you know what he, I mean? it was his idea to mirror my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and his brother was helping me with my business plan, um, because I was looking for investors for my day spa at the time. And, um, he was acting like really shady, you know, and he was working in San Jose at the time and stuff Mm. like that. And he was commuting and I just straight up asked, asked his brother, I'm like, you know, is so-and-so cheating on me, you know, like, would you tell me, you know, he's just acting really weird. He's really shut down and you know how I am, you know, I, I I go to someone that's really close to that person and it's happened with me and you, you Mm. know what I mean? When you're going through something I've went to, you know, a couple of your brothers in your club and I'm like, Hey, you know, do you think you can talk to Mike for me? Because he's not asked, he's not acting like himself. You know, that has happened, right? Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Well, <laughs> so I'm very intuitive and I listen to I listen to my gut and I listen to my instinct. And his energy was just off. And his brother confirmed that he was seeing someone in San Jose and how he rented a room and he would meet up with her. And I had to know because I knew I wasn't going to get the fucking truth from him. I knew I wasn't. So I ended up, I was like, I got to figure this out. Now, what was your, I was like the best fucking private investigator. You have no idea. I know how to fucking crack codes. I know how to fucking, yeah, you have no idea because he would encrypt, Encry- encrypt covers tracks. Yeah. And he knew how to delete his cookies and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I learned how to do all of that. And I found out a lot of shit. Did you? Oh, yeah. He was like seeing my stepdaughter's aunt. That was my one of my really good friends. And he was trying to convince me to go down to Oregon to go see her. He's like, why don't we go to Oregon and go see so-and-so? And I'm like, what? Why Oregon? I don't want to go to fucking Oregon. He's trying to rope you into a three-way. No, he was trying to fucking fuck her while we're, you know, supposedly fucking on vacation. And I found out a lot more shit. Yeah. So explain the, the passion behind that type of action. The passion for me was... Because I'm sure he called you crazy. No. 
No. Not at that point. He didn't even know. Well, I, I mean, once he found out that all that happened. No. He did the still truth ever come out? Again, he never confirmed or denied. He never found out that you hacked no, in? No, he you... knew he did. When I confronted him, he just got really quiet. He gets really quiet. And then when he lies, he clears his throat. He goes, <clears throat> so that's always a trigger for me. I'm like, you're fucking lying. Why lie to me? Just I'll respect you more if you tell me the fucking truth opposed to lying to me. And then you become a, a fucking shady ass motherfucker. You know what I mean? And then that's when I left. He would have said, yes, that happened. You know, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. I would have fucking melted like butter. You know what I mean? Like, Why? Because there's something about being valued enough to be told the fucking truth. Yeah, but you're not being you're not being respected. You're not being valued. I mean, if he's, it's if, not it, it's not about being valued. What they're, you're trying to convince you to take a family trip up to Oregon? No, no, so, no, no. I'm not talking about that part. You know I but mean? I mean, there's there's no value in that. I, I I think I would have just respected him more as a person, not have still have been with him, but I would have respected him. Well, you said you would have melted like butter. I would have. I mean, to tell you the truth, I was so fucking in love with him. I couldn't even see straight. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I was just like, everything to me was about my family. Like, and he was the catalyst of what made us a family, Mm -hmm. you know? And I was scared to, I was scared to leave that, to have it missing again, for someone to steal that. You know, so I did whatever it took. I mean, I did whatever it took to keep him. And, you know, to be honest, I couldn't make a home out of him, even if I fucking, no girl can make a home out of him, no matter what. That's just who he is. You know, he is a serial fucking cheater. What is that? Um, the therapist, uh, Jenny Schuyler, she called it... Um, Oh, the Madonna whore. Madonna whore syndrome, right? That was different. That wasn't about cheating. That was where... No, that is about cheating. No. Oh, yeah. That's where you have the, um, you know, your wife's the Madonna. Right. And then you you seek out, you know, the whore, so to speak, for, you know, for to live out your sexual fantasies. Right, right. And I mean, I, I thought we had a fulfilling sex life when I did everything possible to make sure that he was satisfied. And I, to tell you the truth, I ended up fucking really, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just, I didn't respect myself at, at some point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was scrubbing the shame off of me. Mm-hmm. When I put this article together, it was like reclaiming myself taking back my power and just being like i'm sorry i'm i'm just too much woman for you and you're just not enough man for me you know and at this point when you guys were i mean you'd already been divorced for almost two years at that Mm -hmm. point right Mm -hmm. so you know i I remember back to my um my my own two-year mark and i think things were pretty much well done at that point too you know that seems to be the magic number for some well, people that, some it, people get divorced and it's like the next day it's like thank god this is you know right but you you even tried working things out with your ex mm-hmm. and trying it to was see in that that two year window mm-hmm. yeah that was um the first year and we were living in separate states at that time mm-hmm. you know see i never tried working things out like i knew 
I knew I wasn't going back to him once our divorce was completely final. Well, especially if you're, if we're going to tie this back to the passion versus crazy thing. And you were, you made the, the statement that, you know, you were, you know, the perfect, so quote unquote, I was perfect wife mm-hmm. for the last, for five years. So it's not like you did it for a couple months. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it, it's definitely commendable. Well, and this is the thing, like I, I sacrificed everything for him, my family, my home, my, my friends, you know, my work. I mean, I was a massage therapist and there was a point where I was taking 10 to 14 clients a day and I wouldn't get home until, you know, 10 o'clock at night you know, and still have to give the kids a bath, still have to, you know, go over their homework, still have to fold laundry and put it away. And you know how active I am, you Mm. know what I mean? So by the time I would get home from massaging all of those clients, my energy would be sucked the fuck out of me. Mm. And then I was still expected to perform, you know, my wifely duties, Mm -hmm. you know, meaning sex. Mm -hmm. And it was... It was exhausting, Mm -hmm. you know, it was really exhausting. And now that we're completely divorced, he has done some evil fucking shit. And I haven't even realized how evil he was until now. It's going to be three years in this, this this month. It's three years this month. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I'm going to celebrate that day with my kids and say, thank God fucking God. Thank God. That was the best thing that ever happened to me. Let's connect back to, to the, the article and, and mm-hmm. the passion versus crazy. So, you know, it's this, the things you're doing, your justification or not your justification, just your rationale is the passion for your family. So what would you, how would you answer critics who are like, you know, going through someone's shit or doing all this sort of stuff? You're looking for it. You're, you know, you're looking for it or that's just crazy behavior or, Fuck that. or even if someone would say, you know, put any up- girl, I'm telling you any female that is that emotionally invested will do what I did just to know the truth. Oh, I think there's plenty of people, not just girls, men and women who wouldn't or aren't even close to that emotionally invested that do that. You know, I've been in relationships where I don't even touch someone's phone. You know what I mean? Unless they give me a fucking reason. You know, the phone's a, an interesting thing. It's and a, that's one of the topics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why don't we transition into those topics? Cause we're, okay. we're about halfway in. So, okay. So I got this email and we'll keep it anonymous but the subject is five stars for a show that i never thought i would need but keeps me coming back thank you for coming back yes thank you thank you for tuning in um and let's go ahead and dive into one of her questions in your opinion can a serial cheater ever be reformed it's mostly emotional cheating online but also physical cheating on occasion on occasion i like how i like how that's well not i don't like how that's worded but it's it almost feels like the physical cheating has been accepted emotional cheating is still cheating no no i and but to her my opinion and i'm I'm just doing i'm just making a guess based on just what i've heard right it's it's almost sounds like they're the 
the listener is, is kind of blowing over the physical part and it feels like she's more upset about the emotional piece. Well, and, I and think it sounds it, like the emotional piece is happening quite often. And let me know. tell you why. Let me tell you why. Because that emotional piece for a woman is so deep. You know what I mean? Like how can you be so emotionally invested in someone when you can't even emotionally invest in me and I am your wife. I am the mother to your children and you can't give me what I need. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. It's, it's horrible. I mean, I'm not proud of it, but I did it in the past. You know, I I had a, an inappropriate conversation it was nothing nothing physical nothing ever met up you know or pictures weren't even exchanged or anything like that but it was just a conversation itself and it went on for a couple weeks and um and it was seeing the extent of the hurt Mm -hmm. that it's trauma that it that that i brought upon my you know um the person i was dating at the time you know what i mean was that your first time cheating oh yeah I, i never did it before and don't have any plans on doing it again. It was, it was. What, what, what was going through your mind? I don't know. It was just a, a moment of stupidity. I was having, I was going through some, some personal stuff and I didn't feel like I could lean on my partner at the time, you know, and not that this person was like giving me emotional support. I think it was just a fucking distraction. And, and it's, it's Were not you a, attracted to her? She was an attractive woman, but nowhere near the caliber of what I had. You know what I mean? It was like, it was like having, I don't even know. It's like, why go to fucking, I don't know, fucking, you know, salami when you can have tri-tip. Right, right. And it, there's no excuse for it. And people can make excuses all they want. I, I don't have an excuse for it, except the fact that I was being a total fucking douchebag and it was shitty ass fucking behavior. You know, and you know what? I have to say that I'm proud of you. I'm proud that you own your shit. Well, it sent me into a spiral Mm -hmm. afterwards, you know, because of the guilt that I felt and, and, and seeing, seeing the emotional impact on the person that I affected. Mm -hmm. Um, it really sent me into a, a depression spiral, you know, and how long did that last? Uh, it lasted a long time. Really? Months, months, months. And it was just, you know, I remember, you know, getting up in the morning and, and things are, are, would be tense between the two of us. Like if she stayed the night or whatever, you know what I mean? And, and all that tension, you're getting ready to go to work and just looking at myself in the mirror every day and just thinking, dude, I'm such a piece of fucking shit. I don't think you're a piece of shit for making a, a mistake. Like, I get it if you do it once. You know, people aren't perfect. People are going to fall into the evil. Well, you know, like that's temptation. It is temptation, but that it, it's evil. But what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, I'm strong. I mean, you I'm, are strong. I'm strong. I'm an intelligent person, you know? Right. And you are responsible for your own actions. And I still fucking fell for it. You know, I still got sucked right. into it, even though you know every minute that's going on, every conversation that. How did you treat her after? Treat who? Your partner. My partner? Um, I, I totally withdrew. I yeah. totally withdrew. I pulled myself out of it emotionally. I felt um, so much guilt for what happened that I just removed myself from from the situation. Yeah. Uh, emotionally, you know. Physically, mm-hmm. I was still around. 
but I just kind of threw myself you into, tapped out yeah I kind of threw myself into work and and got busy doing that or just out riding my motorcycle and mm-hmm. and I just I totally detached myself and it was a lot of it was um I know this is a total digression but a lot of it was it was completely guilt fueled and and part of the depression spiral that I was in you know mm. and it was um it was horrible I had honestly you felt empathy I honestly I felt horrible for her I felt horrible for what I did and there's a couple days I thought about being done no for sure why for making a mistake for not I think like what hurts women the most is not just owning it because I know if the shoe had been on the other foot I would have fucking walked yeah, for sure. You know what for I mean? For sure. And, and and that's the two-way, or what is it? What is that called? Double that, standard. The da- yeah, the double standard. Right. You know, I'm saying she probably would have been kicked out or... That would have been the end of my relationship. Right, for sure. At that time, yeah. So and what if what if she did do that? Then I would end the relationship. So it would still be a double standard. No, because it wasn't okay when I did it. Right, you know but I mean? she still stuck through it. She did while the for the duration of of that relationship and when it lasted. You know what I mean. But it, it was one hundred percent wrong when I did it, and I should, it should have never fucking happened. And and I don't agree for I don't agree with a tit for tat type thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. a lot of people have this. Oh well, you know, he cheated on me, so it was okay that I went and cheated on him. And then you start this this really abusive cycle of yeah it's unhealthy for sure mistrust and manipulation and lies and infidelity and all that sort of stuff well let's go ahead and dive back in and i don't mean to dismiss no no that was a total digression and i apologize to the listeners for for taking that much time (laughs) no you're fine you're fine okay but her next question is what is your opinion on sharing phone passwords well we never really addressed the the serial cheating part right oh yeah, yeah yeah sorry so what was that question again? Do, do you think a serial cheater can be healed? In your opinion, can a serial cheater ever be reformed? Now, what's your... What's I, th- I think anything more than one to me is a serial cheater. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, it's all bad. I think yes, but it's going to take a lot of work and a lot of self-reflection. And the only way people can change is pain emotional pain and they have to be willing to do to change oh yeah you have to this person has to want it like this person see you don't know pain until you're staring back at yourself in the mirror and you're begging god to heal your broken heart now i I don't that type of pain I don't remember is our, is the, um, the listener, is she married or is this just a boyfriend? Or? The, the, she is married I, and I think they're separated or currently, I, I, I'm, I'm not too sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I know two different stories, but yeah, I'm just not sure. So let, let's approach this from a, a married standpoint. Let's, okay. let's say that they are currently married mm-hmm. and, you know, spouse X is a serial cheater. Right. And a lot of it is done online, like she stated, emotional cheating online, but also physical cheating on occasion. 
Okay, phys- physical cheating on occasion, not okay. Emotional cheating, definitely not okay. But you know what? <laughs> this is the kicker. She goes, we have great sex and a great sex life. Both of us remarked that even if we split up, we would still meet up every week. Why? Why? Sex with the ex. Right. not even i'm sorry but i'm i'm just gonna be i'm just gonna put it out there you can't get this pussy anymore <laughs> like end of story like i'm checked out you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah. like pff, fuck that like i'm raising the bar up this high yeah you know what i'm saying like if you are off trying to get the next best best thing i'm sorry my cookie mm-mm can't taste it close for business no it's not even close for business it's not even it's your window shopping at this point it's discontinued (laughs) (laughs) you're like man i sure missed that sears model 722 (laughs) sorry that's been discontinued yeah because you stuck your dick in 728 you know (laughs) like fuck sorry dude (laughs) you know right it's just i mean come on value yourself enough where you i'm sorry sweetheart you can't have this you can't taste it you can't touch it But guess what? That guy right there that has a bigger heart and bigger hands and a bigger dick, he's going to taste it. Just saying. What if he has a smaller dick? Who says he has a smaller? No one needs to know. (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) You know, it's, I I think with the question of the, the serial cheating, to me, that's, that's the key word. Right. I, I think if you're, you know, if you're married and, and you choose to forgive an infidelity, that, that's up to you and that's up to, to you and your partner. You right. Know? And if you choose to do that, whether it's emotional or physical, then that's on you, you know. Right. And that's up to the two of you to work together and move forward and figure out how to make it work. And right? therapy, therapy, therapy. If you ever need a life coach, Renee Cat, find her on Facebook on Instagram. She's amazing. She will help you heal from all of your past trauma and have you look through um, a different set of lenses, so to speak. In a no bullshit manner. Oh my God. She is no bullshit. She's no nonsense. That's one of the things I've, I've known a couple different Australian people in my life and it's it seems like it's almost cultural. Like I love it though. Direct and to the point. Yeah. Just, I love it because no I'm, I'm, a, I'm a no bullshit type of person where it's just like, I have no problem telling people where to go and how fast they can get there. Well, and not even about telling people where to go, but she it's just cutting straight to the mm-hmm. point, you know. She has helped us as a um as a team for Broken Girl and she has helped me as a person just to heal. Yeah, she's just she's practical. She's no yeah. nonsense. And know? she doesn't have any emotional attachments. You know what I mean? So she can give you that unbiased opinion. So what's your thought on the serial cheater? I know I have mine and... I think that, yes, that they can, but it takes... you. Number one, your partner or your ex-partner or whatever, they can't be a full-blown narcissist and be reformed. Fuck no. 
It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I'll tell you that right now. Well, because the narcissist doesn't think they're doing anything wrong. Right. You know, they're, they're and not... they they shift blame. Well, the narcissist, yeah, the narcissist will blame shift and mm-hmm. the narcissist will, they'll justify it. Right. Because they're all about getting what they want. So right. Or even if you're not doing enough or I'm not being loved enough or. Right. And, and even if it's a, it's a, a sex thing, which in relationships, sex is never really just about sex, but it's like, you know. It's, you could be, you could be, you know, banging your partner every day, twice a day. And, and, right. if, and if they want to step out and fucking, and go do it, they're going to go do it. Especially with that narcissistic piece. Cause it's going to, you know, I think it's just, especially if they're sex addicts where it's like, they'll fuck anything that walks. There's a really good book by, um, Chuck Palahniuk. He's the guy that wrote fight club. Uh huh. That deals with. He's got Why do a, you stretch out your eye like that? Because it gets stuck. My eyelids get stuck. Do they me, really? Yeah, they get like I don't know. They get dry or something. It drives me nuts. You're like, yeah. Really? You, you look retarded. It's like you know when like when you're when you get like a, a wedgie and you got to pull your underwear out of your butt. Yeah, that's exactly how you look. <laughs> so it's a fucking eye wedgie, man. Leave me alone. Don't judge me. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck, man? I'm sitting here. I'm like, goddamn. <laughs> I'm trying to be serious, discuss a serious topic here. And you're <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is going on with you? Pull your shit together. Busting my fucking balls over my eye wedgie. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> your eye wedgie. <laughs> Free Mike's eyes. <laughs> don't don't mock my eyes. No, but there's there's a book. Um, it's called. Go ahead, do it's it called, again. It's, I, I want to so bad now. <laughs> it's called Choke. He's written. He, he writes. Oh, about, you have that yeah, book. They yeah. made a movie about it too. And and the guy is. Palinik writes a lot about addiction and and that sort of stuff and uh-huh. a lot of his books and his characters, but it's a really good portrait into someone that has a sex addiction, even though, even though it's kind of a satire, it's like a satire and it's like right. kind of in fight club style. We're kind of right. fucked up, but serious at the same time. Right. You know? Yeah. Fight, fight club like fucked me up mentally during the whole movie. I was like, wait, what? Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the main character is a sex addict and, and he okay. works at, um, a colonial theme park and he makes money pretending to choke and then people save him. They send him money and all this stuff. So you follow this person through their sex addiction. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like this, the sex addiction is a big part. So of is it, it is, is, and it's, it's, does he give you some insight? It's well, just insight into the characterization of the guy who's the addict. And it's just all about, you know, sex getting off when and where you can yeah. with whoever's there. Yeah. Or by yourself or whatever. Right. But it's, it's about, it doesn't even. You know what I just found out? Hmm. That there's pocket pussies. How did you just find this out? I don't know. I love Kiara's adult shop. I was actually shopping personally for me. And I came across a vagina. There's a bunch of different ones. I could not believe it. I was like, what the fuck? They have some that actually like. They have a remote to it and it like moves by itself. It's the flashlight. How do you know this? Market research. Inquiring minds want to know, but I'm like, I'm a fucking, I'm a guy. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. You guys, I, you know, it's funny because it's like. I've never actually used one though. No. So, uh, okay. Can I ask you a personal question? Yeah, go ahead. How many times do you jack off? 
That's really personal. I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> Just come on. I mean, it's probably normal. I, I mean, it's no, I mean, I'm not, no, really? not going to fucking answer how much I jack off on fucking on, on air. Why? Cause that's, Why? It's totally fucking normal. Because that's fucking personal. Why? Every guy you research. Let, let me let me just let me say it this way. I'll answer you with with my my sex drive. My sex drive is a, a daily, sometimes twice a day sex drive. And that drive needs to be fulfilled, needs to be fulfilled. Gotcha. So. OK, so we'll leave it as that. Now, give me your thoughts on emotional cheating online and physical cheating on occasion. I, I think for me that the, the key to that is the serial part of it. You know what I mean? If, if it happened once, even for, for a lot of people watching and listening, once is too much. You know what I mean? And, and I agree. I agree 100%. Once is too much. But if you're choosing to, to forgive them, and if, that, and if you're the person who is being given that second chance, not everybody gets that, you know? And so right. if, if you're going to fucking... Well, there's kids involved too. And, and that's, I think that's a, a big reason why a lot of couples stick it out. I think if they were just a single couple, they might not stick it out necessarily as much but as when there's the a family. But if sex is great and phenomenal, what if like you're fulfilling every sexual fantasy, say you're fucking swinging and you're doing this and doing that, using toys, you have a sex dungeon whatever and he's still cheating that's a sex addict i would say that's 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 sex addiction yeah, yeah for sure for and sure. do you think they can be reformed i i think a sex ad i think that's a, a whole nother ball game and i think that's a great and i think there's a big difference between a serial cheater and a sex addict right and i think that's a great question i'm already feeling buzzed Sorry, I start slurring when I'm buzzing and I don't drink a lot. So you must have made this strong. I made it decent. Yeah. So anyway, that's a great question for our upcoming therapist that's going to be on our show. Yeah, I'd love to get her opinion. Um, we're going to have her on at the end of the month. Right. Or we'll be interviewing her, interviewing her at the end of the month. Right. And then the episode. Say it again. <laughs> interviewing her at the end of the month. Um, but no, you know, I mean, it's like, and, and we'll let this issue get addressed a little further, but, well, I want to know from the listeners, like what, what would you do? What, what do you consider tapped out? Like you're done. Is it the serial cheating online or is it the physical cheating? It's just the cheating for me. Mm -hmm. It would just be, mm -hmm. it would just be the cheating any of it and and if you're going to meet up with someone every week no I, I think that's a way of convincing yourself that that okay we're gonna meet up the sex is phenomenal well it's just sex though there's no passion there's no right. love so if you know there's no respect there's no value if you're using the sex to keep some sort of emotional connection you know what I mean eventually the sex is just gonna become sex right you know what I mean and then once that emotional connection's gone, you know, you can, there was even a study that, that showed that, um, women in long-term relationships have, uh, more frequent and better orgasms than single women. And not, not well, to, not and to we say we talked that, about this. Yeah. We talked about this. Right. Yeah. Not to say that single women don't, don't have 
don't get theirs. You know what I mean? But it was just in that survey. It was just the quality and that sort of stuff. Was, right, right. Was connected to it. But Well, I mean, apparently they have great sex, but I mean, is is everything in alignment is the integrity the morals the values the connection the chemistry everything has to be in alignment for me for me to enjoy my and make that sex that much better i will say that the the best sex i've ever had has been with someone that i'm i've been completely connected to right you know what I mean? Right. When, when everything's in, in harmony. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, Sex is always fun. Sex is like pizza. Yeah. It's always a good time, right? But like pizza? Yeah. What kind of pizza? Right? Pussy pizza. <laughs> I'm a salami pizza? Uh, no, I personally don't enjoy the salami pizza. But You want tri-tip? You want tri-tip, baby? No, I'm kidding. I'll take some clam pizza. <laughs> Leave the beard. Beard optional. No. Oh my God. I have no words for you sometimes. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I think it feels like the 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 writer of the email is trying to convince herself, like, mm-hmm. here's my connection, here's my in to keep something going, right? Oh, we have great sex. But it's like Right. I think that the writer still wants to be with that person, but she knows that they're not gonna work out. So she wants that connection some way. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because she's selling herself short. Right. Because there's some amazing men out there. You're setting yourself up for a console, you know, mm-hmm. listener, whoever wrote this email, I don't know you personally, but you're setting yourself up for a fucking consolation prize. Right. Right. Because he's going to go and find the next best thing. Because if it's, if it's a... My own personal opinion, I don't, I don't think serial cheaters can be reformed. You don't? Mm-mm. Why? I think it's, it's going to take a lot of work. I think it's just habit. I think oh, that habit's been, been established, right? At a very young age. And so if, you've, true, if, if, true, if you true. have someone that's been cheating the whole time, mm-hmm. like that person's not going to stop. That's, that's what they do. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like I always... No I'm, matter who they're... doesn't matter who they're with, you know? Okay. I am always amazed and that's just my own personal opinion, you know, but I'm always amazed when these people, you see them where one person leaves their current relationship, whether it's a marriage or a girlfriend, Mm -hmm. boyfriend, whatever it is for the person they're cheating on. And then the person that who they left their significant other for when that same person cheats on the new person, they're shocked as fuck. And it's like, wait a second, weren't you just entered into (laughs) Like, didn't you meet that person when they were attached to somebody and had, right. had an affair or an inappropriate relationship with them? And then mm-hmm. you're shocked when that person has an inappropriate relationship with someone else besides you. Okay, so here's the kicker. And I want to apologize in advance because I am feeling super tipsy. And you know me, I'm not a big drinker. No, I'll, don't worry about it. Listeners, you won't even be able to tell the difference. Okay. So if I start slurring, it's you're, because you're, you're I'm good. drunk. <laughs> That's my bad. I made, I was trying to be a good, a good co-host, co-host and I had her drink ready and sitting on the table. Oh, thank and, you, Mikael. Okay. So here's the kicker. He has spent the last few years in a cycle of hiding his other life from me upon getting caught, turning the blame on me saying housework fails, being too busy with 
three kids and being distant, which I am when I know he's cheating. Mm-hmm. He doesn't feel loved enough. So it's an, he's excusing his behavior. Right. Right. No, he's he's shifting blame. He's, he's blame shifting. Right. right. Oh, well, I'm cheating because I don't feel loved because, oh, you're not taking care of the house the right way or you're too busy with the kids. You're not making time for me. Right. Right. Or whatever he's, it is. He's trying to justify his shitty ass behavior. Yeah. What the fuck is he doing to make you feel special? You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck is he doing to <laughs> come on? I got to edit this shit, dude. I'm not graceful at all. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Okay, so people that know me know that I can't flirt. I am like the girl I'm fucking clueless falling off the fucking bed when yeah. she's trying to cat crawl. I'm her. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you're not very graceful. With I'm that. not. But that's okay. It's an endearing quality because so, <laughs> it's genuine. It's honest. <laughs> but he's setting up the excuses. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and setting up the excuses, shifting blame and excuses, there's are not tenants of, of healthy, a healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. I've done all of them in the past. And it's, it's all, I mean, not the cheating part, but I've, I've blame shifted. I've made excuses and it's just, it's shitty behavior. Well, yeah. I think it's like, it's an insult. This is where passion versus crazy. Mm-hmm. It's an insult to us women where it's like, really, you want to test my fucking intelligence? Like, I'm not stupid. Like, I, you know, you must think I'm really that fucking dumb to really believe what you're saying. Well, it's the beginning stages of gaslighting. It's mm-hmm. a, it's, a, it's a minor form of gaslighting. So, you know, I'm not necessarily going to gaslight you and make you feel like you're crazy, but I'm going to gaslight you and make you feel like, the situation's your issue. Right, right, right. And then that's still gaslighting. There's yeah. no level. <laughs> well, it's it's yeah, yeah, you're right. So with that being said, um, let's see here. Well, what do you think about that whole that whole piece or um I just think that, you know, any it's unhealthy. If you want pure happiness, if you want pure love it's just unhealthy. Why do you want to be with someone that is just unhealthy for you? You know what I mean? Mentally, physically, you know what I mean? Spiritually, you want all of those things in alignment to feel absolutely loved and valued and empowered you know, I wouldn't be who I am now if I didn't have all the right people empowering me and valuing me and wanting to spend time with me or loving me the right way. You know well, what I mean? Yeah. No relationship's perfect, but you need to have those perfect moments. For sure. You know what I mean? And there needs to be more perfect moments than imperfect moments. And I think I, I and I've said that so many times where I'm not rich by any fucking means, but I'm rich in love and I'm, I'm I'm in love with the people that are in my life. I'm in love with the people that empower me. And I have made so many good friends and I have so many people in my corner by just doing my podcast. And those people have become my broken girl family because those people they empower me 
Those people are my number one fans. Those people genuinely want the best for me. And I think that's a, I think you make a really good point. L- let me ask this to the, the person who emailed in. Do you feel rich in love? Right. Do these behaviors make you feel like you're rich in love? Right. You know what I mean? We had this talk earlier about having money and, you know, and that being fulfilling and having affection and stuff like that. And to me, I rather struggle every single fucking day. And I mean hustle every single fucking day and be happy and in love. Exactly. And I think that's a good place for us to kind of close out this. Right. But I'll just reiterate what I said before and and to just echo what you said. You know, I I think the answer to to this, what should I do? Well, we didn't even cover the passwords. Oh, do you want to talk about that? Yeah, for sure. You know, listener, writer, the email, Mm -hmm. you know, give us she gave us five stars right aside from the the great sex you guys are having do you feel rich in love right and right. that would be the the question i would that would be my question to her and if not then what do you need to do to to fix it right and and in fixing it may may be giving that partner a second chance and seeing if they seeing if therapy they, seeing if Renee they pick Kat. it up Right. I think if it's a serial cheater and you're going to give that serial cheater a second chance, therapy has to be mandatory. Oh, for sure. Or church or like. I would say he, I would he, say therapy is the only thing that's going to work. Church and fucking like therapy and put, you know, throw in the fucking Holy Ghost well, at this point. <laughs> I would I would suggest like if if they have the, the means to do it, they have these couples retreats. Yeah. They're these intensive couple. They're they're intensive ones, and, and you can do them. They're not cheap, but the they're worth I, it. I did some work for a couple of them a couple years back, and um, the the benefits of I had to put together kind of like a what's the benefit of this versus traditional therapy type of thing, you know, and the benefit of one of those intensive retreats is that it's like going to like six months worth of therapy in the course of three or four days, you know? Mm-hmm. So that, that may even be an option too, but it's something that this isn't good. This problem is not going to fix itself without some serious therapy. No. And not even the best sex or the best night of sex you could ever possibly imagine can fix this. Yeah. Well, what's the point of having great sex with, you know, have great sex with you and then go stick their dick in someone else. Right, right, right. Because that's just complete disrespect. Right, right. And they don't value you. No, you're just a, you're just someone to fuck. Right. And I think, I don't know, at the end of the day, it's like you, you want the connection, the chemistry, the love, the, the passion, the well, you, crazy. You said something to me that, that, that stuck out and it's like, you want your significant other to look at you like you're the, the only only person in the world, only person in the room, whatever. Right. I can't remember exactly how you said mm-hmm. it, but like, you know, that person should be looking at me like like I'm the only person in the room or, right. or make me feel like I'm the only person in the room. Well, the- this is the thing. Like, I love being in a relationship and it's like there can be tons of people and that person texts you like you're beautiful or 
you know, it's those little fucking things that really tug at my heartstrings. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know. It's one of those things. Right. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. For sure. And, and that's, that's what I would just ask our listener, you know, are, are you getting those moments aside from yeah. the sex? Right. You know, aside from the great sex, are you having those moments that, um, that are beyond just, just sexual fulfillment? So how do you feel about passwords? I say no. What do you mean? No, no, I don't, I don't believe in invading anyone's privacy, privacy. I think they should be respected until you have a valid instinct, reason, anything like that. Don't go off of, you know, oh, I just have his phone and his phone was sitting right there or whatever. Like it really has to be something valid. You know what I mean? Well, it become, it's a trust issue. Right. You know what I mean? It's, if that person violated your trust more than once or even at one point, then that's something that you have to have that conversation with your partner and say, Hey, yeah, go ahead and go through my phone or whatever. But you have to be very, very solid in your, in your conscience. And let's face it. If you go looking for something, you're going to find it. It may not be the it that you're looking for, but if you go, you know, as soon as you, you set yourself to starting to look and to look mm -hmm. for something to find, you're going to find something. Right. For sure. Whether it's valid or it has any actual bearing on what's going on or whatever, you're going to make, if you're in that state of mind where you're looking for something, then you're going to make the connections to make it into something, even if it's nothing. Okay. So with that being said, I hope we answered your questions as well as, um, Oh, why don't you give us what's coming up for the month of May? Um, we got the scavenger hunt. Go yeah. ahead and break everything down. So we have, um, there's going to be a video that goes along with this podcast. Mm -hmm. and Before the, I was drunk. Yeah, you'll see Sober Juliet. <laughs> and um, there's basically, it's, it's a really brief mini tour of the studio. And we're going to ask you some questions about some of the objects that are in the studio. So take a look at the video, kind of study what's in there. Super fun. So, um, you're going to win a, uh, a, a, I don't know if it's, yeah, it's signed, a signed, uh, piece of art by this guy, Gus Fink. He's got a really dark kind of Alice in Wonderland kind of print. You know, he's, a uh, I found him on Instagram and can kind of dig his stuff. And so, mm -hmm. um, we're going to give away a t-shirt, some stickers, you know, the, the grand prize winner is going to get the picture t-shirt stickers and that sort of stuff. Um, Patty Negri donated is donating a couple books to us. Personalized, signed, signed books. Patty Negri books that we're going to give away as well. And Super I think, fun book. I love that book. Yeah, that book's cool. It's 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 fun to read. It, it's it's. Um, I love it. Yeah, it's a good book. I love Patty. She's awesome. She's fucking awesome. Super cool lady. And then I think Arzo is going to give mm -hmm. some uh, from some, Sexy Boss Babe. Right. Gonna give us give some. Uh, some mail too, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. so she's going to, she's going to donate, um, two boxes of press on nails, mm -hmm. but her nails aren't like the shit you find in fucking like, like save Mart, like the or, old Lee press on nails. No, nah, dude, her, her shit, looks, shit is like fucking legit. Her shit like, looks badass. Like, badass. They are totally fucking 
trendy and they're I, I love her shit. I couldn't tell the difference when you Can I do them on you? No, but when you put Why? Them, I painted your nails. I know, but I'm not putting I don't know, something about the No. Why? I don't know. I don't want something It's not super glue. I don't want something stuck to my nails, but <sighs> But they look fantastic. I'm gonna do it. I couldn't tell the I'm difference. Do it. You do it. You do what you got to do. I'm gonna that's what they all say. <laughs> I have no words for you. <laughs> okay, so go ahead. No, that's all I was saying. I was just complimenting so, the So, And also, too, what else do we have? Uh, we got a couple interviews coming up. Um, we have uh, we have a jazz singer. Yes. Debbie Joyce that's going to be on. Amazing. And then we have, um, what's, her, what's her first name? Farah. Farah. Mikkel. And then we have another therapist that's coming right. on. Right. We have a sex therapist. We have Dr. Balistrieri. Right. Um, She's from, a family and sex therapist. Sorry, I'm taking from, over. No, no, this is, that's your thing, it's right? It's my show. You can I'm find on. her on Instagram at uh, Modern no, modern, inti- modern Intimacy. Right. Her, her name's Dr. Balistrieri. She's got, she's got some really good shit on there, man. Right, right. And um, we also have a fun podcast coming up and it's in the works i'm so excited about this yeah we're gonna play truth or drink with some of our past guests yes celebrities celebrity truth or drink yes truth or drink and you know not all of them drink which is okay that's okay the game is called truth or drink right so it's just like a so that's in the works and um in attendance so far I know Patty's coming. Patty is going to be attending as well as Arzo. Yeah. And we're just waiting for the last final um, people. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be a a uh, virtual um, occasion. Right. Virtual uh, Zoom truth or dare. Kinda. Right. It's quarantined with Broken Girl Unchained. Yeah. So we're excited about that. And how do you like that kitty, huh? Who doesn't like a little pussy in their lap? Do you hear that? I can hear her purring. Hey, picking up on my mic here, dude. <laughs> her name is May. I love May. It's my son's cat. She's a pain in the ass, but she's pretty. Yeah, she is. She's really pretty. Anyhow, um, with that being said, we have a lot of cool stuff coming up for the month of May. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Um, it's going to be fun and it's going to be fun. I, I just can't wait to have... All these women, like, you know, and the men and just, oh, oh, we forgot to mention Mike has, I decided to honor Mikael because he has been a part of Broken Girl. Well, he gifted me Broken Girl two years ago when I was going through my healing process and I was writing a lot and he suggested to me that I should start a blog Mm -hmm. and he gifted me be two years in June. Mm -hmm. You're getting me emotional. He gifted me broken girl unchained.com the website because he knew how bad I wanted to heal and he knew how bad that I wanted to connect Mm -hmm. with other people. So I thought it would be appropriate to give you your own spot since you're such a beautiful person 
And we're going to go ahead and do an extension piece called the Gentleman's Club. Yep. So that is going to be added to Broken Girl Unchained. To the blog site. To the blog site, as yeah. well as some podcasts, I hope. Maybe a podcast or two here and, and there. And I'm going to be included in all of them. Of course, of course. And because, of course, every everyone needs a girl perspective in a guy's conversation. Yeah, that's what every guy's conversation I've ever had. <laughs> okay. So I'm just saying. No, but it's good to get it's good to get that. But yeah, we're gonna. Well, why don't you talk about your first um, your first article? Well, my my first article, since it's called the Gentleman's Club, it's it's not about strippers or anything like that. But Damn it's it. it's, uh, it's it, no twerking, no ass. I mean, maybe no we titties could, and ass. Well, maybe we could celebrate the release of the article if we, you know if we want to do that. But. Um, no, it's trust it's, me, it's in the works. It's about how to be a gentleman, mm-hmm. you know, and not the not the traditional pieces, you know, like every guy should know how to, you know, open a door or whatever. <laughs> but it's it's more about the the emotional the emotional part dynamic of, of being yeah. a gentleman. So. Right, right, and I think chivalry is totally like I don't know. It's uh, men like they lack that shit now. It's it's something that seems to be fading, and it's yeah. it's really on you know the the men and and the fathers out there to teach mm-hmm. their especially to teach their but sons. But there are some good men out there. And there's plenty of them. Yeah, and you just pick and choose wisely. Right. Yeah, and make sure that you wait twenty four months. You know why? I, I do know why. Why don't you go ahead? Why don't you fill us in? That's when you know you're in love. It's 24 months. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's go ahead and wrap this up. Again, um, stay tuned for the month of May. We have Farah, um, which she is just all around cool fucking chick. Um, she has her sister as well, which is still in negotiations. Um as far as scheduling and stuff like that. Um, her sister is also going to uh, be scheduled for um, a podcast. And we're going to be interviewing her as well. And she's a poet. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Farah actually opened up for Ariana Grande. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Fucking amazing, right? So, um, yeah, we have a lot of cool stuff in the works. I'm trying to get a comedian to attend our um our game show it'll be fun super fun um so yeah we have a lot of cool stuff um make sure you tune in we have the sex therapist we have the jazz singer we have a lot of cool stuff and we have Mikael. and we have plenty more of what you can expect from broken girl lunch and i just want to apologize for not posting uh as consistent as we always do we just took some time to kind of self-reflect and uh, as well as i don't know just take some time for our family right yeah i think it was kind of unintentional but we you know, we had to yeah. yeah yeah we definitely had to so with that being said until next time this is broken girl unchained